things my family did I am not the voices in my head I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside I am light I am light And so it is Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Being Inspired Radio. I am Amanda Johnson, and I am so excited today because I am bringing in another person to share in this experience with me and to dialogue with um, and to offer a new way of of inspiring you and of showing up for you. And so today we have Callie Majori, and I'm so thrilled to get to have her as my first guest. Um, I got to know Callie just a few months ago. Um, We both are from San Francisco, and she now lives in Panama with her husband. And we've connected since and had um, just a wonderful a wonderful connection and looking forward to continue to stay connected and collaborate with her. And Callie is a holistic health coach and founder of Her Tribe Wellness. And she helps women with digestion, stress, and awakening purpose, which I absolutely love. So welcome, Callie. Thank you, Amanda. I'm so excited to be your first guest. (laughs) Me too. Well, and for those of you listening and for those of you who have been following along for the last six weeks or so, I've, this Being Inspired radio show has already had some evolutions and it's fun to see how it continues to evolve and I'm excited to to step into this new iteration and one of the things I would like to do with each of these guests as I invite other inspirational people onto this show is to um, we'll, we'll have a discussion about a theme, something that's, you know, really alive for us in our lives, something that, um, has for some reason spoken to us. And it was really cool because when Callie, um, she actually reached out and said, you know, I think we should do an interview together. And I thought, yes, I actually am doing that right now. We're planning to do that. So again, each time I do this show, I love to highlight the divine synchronistic ways of the world and how nothing is a mistake. And so when she reached out, I knew she was meant to be my first guest. And she even typed up a couple ideas of, of themes or topics. And I immediately saw the word surrender. And I said, aha, that's it. Because surrender has been um, floating around my my awareness a lot recently. It kind of has these its moments. It ebbs and flows. There are moments where surrender is a really big and present um, idea or theme, and then it, it sometimes moves into the background. But it's been moving forward for me. So I really leapt at the opportunity to use surrender as our theme this week. And so that's what we're going to be talking about. And I'm going to open with a quote, one that. Um, I was inspired to to find and that um, really spoke to me through some texts that I have read in the past. So I'm going to open with this quote 
And, and as you're listening and as you hear this quote, I'm going to ask both Callie and, and you as the listener to just kind of drop in and see what comes up for you as you're listening to this. And, and then Callie and I are just going to jam um, for the next 20, 25 minutes or so. Um, and then we'll close out and you'll get to hear a little bit more uh, from Callie about who she is and how to get in touch with her. And, um, and that's what the call will look like today. So here's our quote, our inspirational quote to get us really thinking about and feeling into this idea, this theme of surrender. And this comes from A Course in Miracles. And though I have not yet read A Course in Miracles, I have read a couple of other books whose, who, who bases their content on A Course in Miracles. And so this comes from the book Sacred Success by Barbara Stanny, where she quotes, Be willing to surrender what you are for what you could become. And as we soak in that phrase, Callie, I just, I want to open this up. And as I was sitting in meditation today, as I do before each of these shows, something that came up for me around surrender, and I'm curious to get your take on it, is surrender almost seems to have two sides to it. And I think depending on where we are in life, where we are in our journey, etc., we may be kind of dipping our toe into one side or the other. Um, but these two sides of the coin, perhaps, that I see is one side is surrendering is this, this allowance, this acceptance of what is. This, and I can, you know, when I physicalize it or when I see it in my body, it's like my arms are, you know, my, my chest is open, my heart is open, my arms are widespread. And I am just allowing and accepting that whatever is, is. So there's that form of surrender. And then I feel like there's another side of it, which is surrendering and and the quote in a sense brings this up for me to be willing to surrender what you are um so that you can you know see what you could become and that to me gives the impression of a letting go or not attaching so this idea that surrender has both non-resistance and non-attachment so that we can let things go or we can um, move forward, you know, without these other things holding us back. So I just wanted to start with that and get your, get your take, get your perspective. What do you think about that? What is, yeah. I completely resonate with everything you just said. Um, so often we love to have this control of our lives and we live in this ego state that you know we have to have control of what's happening and when it isn't happening the way we want we get frustrated and we hit walls and so and then we we brush up against resistance so letting go of control is is for me on my journey, it was the first step of surrender because I was looking around and I was like, I am trying so hard. 
why is my life in a state of chaos when I'm trying to control everything? Why is everything out of control? It was because I was being led by the ego instead of source. Mm. And so, so I was, it wasn't flowing for me. So when I learned to let go of my ego of control and let, you know, oh, like you said, arms out to the universe, like I surrender, then that's when you are aligned with flow and you allow something else to come in and kind of guide you. Oh, I love that. Yes. And that's it. It's, it's the linking it back to what the course says. It's we are surrendering who we are, who we think we are. It's the ego. And mm-hmm. we're allowing, we're saying, and I just loved how you talked about control, by the way, because that's, I think so often I know I had this fear and still do at times of, but if I let that go, what's going to happen to me? Because we live in, I, I, I've lived in all of this fear. And so it's this trust. Mm-hmm. It takes trust to say, okay, I will put my arms down. I will stop trying to control and cling and force and, and even sometimes just hold on to that idea, you know, of, of who I am or how I'm supposed to be. And can I release my grip, open my arms wide Say, yes, universe, source, you know, guide me. And, and then we can step in to what we are here to become. Ultimately, what we already are, right, at our deepest core. Um, but that's it. It's, that, it's the surrendering and letting go of control. Thinking we have to have the answers. Thinking mm-hmm. we have to know the way thinking that we can know the way, right? I think that's, that's it, that we, um, that's been my journey. Tell, tell me more about, you know, because to let go of control, and I think so many of us get this or have been faced with it. Like, tell me more about that for you. You know, what's come up? What did that look like? Well, the ego it loves security, it loves praise, it loves comfort, it loves all of that, you know, so when you surrender, and you don't know what's going to happen, and you take a risk, you take a leap, and you just openly trust, and you step out into an area where you don't have comfort, when you don't have security, and you don't have control, but like this opens up a place of absolute miracles for to come in. So I was at a corporate job in San Francisco and I would come home every day and I was exhausted and I had, and I was 27 years old and I had no, no life source and I was doing everything right. I was working the job. I was paying my bills. I was doing all of the steps, you know, that you're supposed to do to have this, this, lush life and I was miserable and and it was just I couldn't I couldn't figure out why 
and it was really paining me. So honestly, what I did was that the, the concept, I just kept getting the word surrender. It kept coming up to me, like, like in, in meditations or it was just like surrender. And it's like, how do I surrender? What do you mean surrender? And so I literally went into the forest. I went into Golden Gate Park and I, I, it was a day I didn't go to work. And I sat under a redwood tree and I was like, okay, you know what? This isn't working out for me. I surrender. What should I do with my life universe? Like, what, what do I do? And that was the first step. I created this space to surrender. And I literally said, I surrender. And then I listened and I listened and, uh, what comes through is they sound like, it sounds like your own thoughts, but if you tap into it, it's really, it's really, you're getting downloaded and it moves across your mind. And, and what came through to me was like, move to Panama. That's where my fiance was. And I was like, no, 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 I, I don't want to move to Panama universe. Like I want to stay in San Francisco. And, and then I listened again. I was like, what should I do? And it was like, the voice was like, move to Panama. And I was like, all right, so, so that's what I have to do. And so I surrendered control of having this perfect life that I created in San Francisco. And I called my fiance at the time and I was like, I'm going to move there. And it was completely out of my comfort zone. And the thing is, when you surrender, it's not always the, the answer that you want to hear. It, it's not always what your ego wants. It's not comfortable for you. But in uncomfortable spaces, that's where you grow the most. So you have to be open to source having better ideas for you than you do yourself. And, and taking risks, uh, surrender goes with risks and trust. Yes. And it's, I'm so glad you, you just jumped right into an example. And I think we can even, you know, we can both jam a little more on this because what you're saying is so true. I know it's true. I've had the experience. I've had the experience of quitting my job. <laughs> and and I've, I've talked about this before in, in previous blogs and videos that not everyone has to quit their job to practice surrender. However, I think many of us... Um, especially those of us who are really just, it is our purpose here to, um, to walk this path in such a, in such a bold way so that we can share and inspire and teach. And, you know, maybe some of us are really asked to do those larger leaps. However, um, we all can, or we can all surrender in our own way, the way that we are asked to surrender um, so, so anyway, I've, I've experienced it much like you have Callie, where I quit the job. I had no plan B. Um, my experience was different in that I had not yet known how to tap into source as I was doing these, taking these risks. Um, of course, source was, was guiding me. I just didn't know it at the time. So my, my experience looks a little different when I reflect on it because I started from a place of, well, let me just start building trust. That's what I thought I was doing is I was 
building that trust muscle by continuing to take one step after another, never knowing what was beyond that step. And that, I mean, I'm still a bit in that state, but that really lasted for two years. And what I learned over those two years, and I'm sure you've also experienced, and I'd love to hear more, is just how true what you're saying is that when I surrendered and said, okay, I don't have to know, and I don't have to have all the answers, and I'm willing to put a step out and go into uncomfortable and uncharted territories and take a risk, the lesson that I learned is that I've always been okay, that I have always been taken care of, and that I've always been guided in one way or another. And then as I learned to actually listen more and, and know, know, like with a capital K, know who I was listening to, you know, I think for a while I was listening, but didn't know where that was coming from. Now I have a deeper um, understanding of that for myself that's where it's like, okay. And of course, then it gets a little easier because we now have that experience. But for so many of us who don't, and, and for us who at one time didn't, you know, it's scary. Um, so as you were taking these steps and surrendering and taking these risks, you know, what, share with us some of the experiences that you've had that have gone to validate for you just how true this is so we often have these fears you know and uh, these limiting beliefs that we can't make it so we don't we don't try because we get so fixated on the how how is this going to happen so a big step that I took was being like I don't know how it's going to happen I surrender the how but it's going to happen because when you get up caught up in your head in the voices in the details that tell you you won't make it there's no room for you we all have those unfortunately we all have those thoughts that just creep in first so surrendering the how, like how am I ever going to get the money? How am I ever going to quit my job? How am I ever going to move? And just taking small steps to make it happen is where I found it was happening when I released the need to control the how. And I released and I surrendered my limiting beliefs that I would never make it. And I just trusted that somehow I would be provided for. Somehow the universe would come in and take care of that. And in, in universe, God, Gaia, whatever you want to call it, source, just some, some trust that it would be okay. Like you just said, that you are always okay. You are always provided for. Remember that we are always provided for. And once you, you don't worry about the hows, then it makes room for this this his energy to come in. And so what happened was when I didn't worry about how I would quit my job and move to a different country and get all my stuff there and get the money. And it, it just, when I was released that, it just started to come into place kind of naturally. And I'm not going to say it flows in effortlessly. It requires work and steps, but you surrender up limiting beliefs, the how and the fears. And, and it isn't easy 
but you but you come back to trusting that you'll be okay like you just said mm-hmm. it, yeah it does take it does take an effort in terms of we still need to put one foot forward and then mm-hmm. one foot forward and so yes it's not just sitting listening and okay now everything's going to happen you know mm-hmm. there's um actually mike dooley um he gives this wonderful metaphor of a, a bit of what we're talking about in terms of surrender, but really trusting, you know, trusting the universe, trusting that things are, you know, going as planned and that you are always provided for. And he uses the metaphor of the GPS navigation system. And he says, you get into your car, you set the destination and he goes, but what's the next thing you have to do? Once you've said, okay, this is, again, I'm releasing, I'm surrendering, I'm listening, and I hear, okay, move to Panama. Or for me, it's, you know, quit your job or write a book or, you know, whatever that is that you've heard, you've heard it, you've received it. That's where your destination is. We release the how because the navigation system is going to take care of that. But what's the next thing we have to do? We have to put the car in drive and put our foot on the gas. So we aren't just sitting in our car, <laughs> you know, we have to still take that step. And, and I think so that's beautiful that you, you reminded us that it's, it can be easeful, even though it's not easy. And I do think that's also important. So when we are in a state of surrender, at least in my experience, things felt easier or easeful you know it was like to make a decision or to find the ticket or to oh the money okay well here I'll I'll do this or oh and that person came into my life and oh they just offered something and then and all of a sudden even though I'm taking steps and that you took steps things felt a bit more easeful and the other thing I wanted to say as you were speaking that you just reminded me of and you said it earlier too which is We don't always get the answer we're looking for, and it doesn't always look the way we think it will. And I think that's also part of this idea of surrender, that we are, again, we're we're letting go of the control, trying to force it or have it look and be a certain way. And so when we do that, we really are opening ourselves to allowing the guidance the source, the universe, God to direct us in whatever way, you know, is best for us, you know, hopefully for our highest good. And it may not look. So when I think of, well, I've been provided for and I've been taken care of, you know what, if you'd asked me two years ago, what that would look like, I would have given you a different answer than what I have experienced most likely. Right. Mm -hmm. Have you had that experience where it, it all happens and it all unfolds. And when you reflect on it, of course, it looks as if, oh my gosh, it couldn't have been any better. But in the moment, maybe it's like, wow, this is not feel the way I thought it would feel or look the way I thought it would look. All the time. <laughs> all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I love that. One more quote I want to share just to see if it kind of, triggers anything else for you that you want to share about this and then we'll we'll see if we're coming to a natural close oh god this is such a juicy topic okay um (laughs) the the other quote that really stood out to me and I think 
we're already starting to, to just tap into it, which is, this is also by Marianne Williamson from her book, A Return to Love, which is um, based in A Course in Miracles. So we've got a lot of that flowing through us today. But she says that the moment of surrender is not when life is over. It's when it begins. And for me, that is full of truth because, because sometimes when we're looking at surrender and what it could mean for us, and so I really loved your explanation of it in terms of letting go of control, taking risks, and really learning to trust and listen. Sometimes there can still be this, and I know I've had this experience myself where it's like, but if I surrender, I'm just giving up. And it's like, I'm just kind of, you know, rolling over almost. Um, and so I love Mar- Marianne Williamson's invitation and reminder that actually that is when life truly begins. And I think I've experienced that for myself. What does that bring up for you? Mm. It brings up how I was so attached to certain beliefs that I had about myself um, that are harmful. I was, and I was attached to an identity that I, I like clung to, that it had to be this, that success looked one way. But when I surrendered these old beliefs I had about myself, and these beliefs I'm talking about, for example, that, um, you know, somewhere in your life you have an experience. Someone may have told you you could never publicly speak or you had an experience where it went awful in your childhood. And you, and from the rest of your life, you're like, no, I'm a terrible public speaker. And you told yourself this and you identified with this or you identify with, I'm not pretty. I'm not worthy because of something someone said along your life. And it's a story that you retold yourself over and over. And they, they became your beliefs and they became your identity and they limited you and they kept you in in fear mode. And so when you surrender that, it's scary to, to succeed. It's scary to tell yourself a new story that, you know what, maybe I can, I can speak. I, I am beautiful. So when you surrender that old identity and, and it kind of dies and it kind of, and you kind of become a new person on a cellular level, it happens. So, and you are able to begin a new life and maybe you, you are become one of the best public speakers in the world. Maybe you write a book and you never thought you could. So when you kind of surrender limiting and harmful beliefs about yourself and you allow yourself to kind of a new life to start and it is scary. Um, that's what kind of comes up for me in, in the process that I'm in right now. I thought that I would, I didn't think of myself as running a business or being an entrepreneur. And now I'm like, that's what I was meant to do. So I'm, I'm, I am doing things that are so out of my comfort zone that are, I am just, I'm lit up by, I'm excited by. And it's, it's almost like I'm a new person on a cellular level. It's this one part of me kind of, I left and this new, new person was, was kind of born. Mm-hmm. 
revealed if you will yeah Mm. within you the whole time and yes it feels like she's born again um Mm. wow i will what you just said i think can be we will summarize it up again with our earlier quote to be willing to surrender what you are for what you could become and Mm. that is the path and that is the work and the journey And there's a whole lot of fear and a whole lot of identity wrapped up in that. And that's what we get to practice for those of us who are really willing um, to just take that step. And we can start in so many small ways. So I just loved the examples you shared and, and you, you speaking to us more about where that is in your journey, where you are in your journey and how that's showing up. So, wow. Ah, oh, this is so awesome. Um, and I could talk for another hour and <laughs> I love being sensitive to time. So let's, let's wrap it up with a few questions that I'm going to actually, I'll ask each of our guests. So those of you listening, this will be a, a way we always end and conclude so that we get to hear a little bit more from, from Callie and then we'll close out for the, for the day. So let me ask you this. Who is a source of inspiration for you right now? Mm. Really, women entrepreneurs. Uh, there's a certain energy for a lot of females are getting called to lead. So every day I'm seeing these powerful females just kicking butt like everywhere. And there's, there's such a, a source of inspiration. No one, no one actually in particular, just that feminine rising um and also i find these um these digital nomads to be very inspirational the people that who are like no i'm not really gonna do the nine to five i'm gonna kind of design my life a certain way so i find a lot of uh inspiration from people who are just kind of uh taking things into their own hands and and trailblazers Mm -hmm. Awesome. And what place or activity most inspires you right now? I think the activity of gathering and community. Um, I feel a lot of the times we are isolated with on our computers and our devices and just going back to community spaces, even though there's not so much of that in my particular life, that's, that's what I'm working towards. Uh, that's where I find the gathering, the power in gathering and community. Mm, I love that. <laughs> that's such a beautiful like image. Yes. And then tell us a little more, like, what are you currently working on or, or creating in your life right now? That's just totally lighting you up. I'm re- again going back to the gatherings. Mm. I since I'm in Panama, I am hosting retreats here, and we're going to do transformational work. Um, not just a retreat where you're gonna have like a pina colada. It's you're gonna come and you're gonna have fun, but you're gonna you're we're gonna touch on some deep work. That's that's really lighting me up right now. Mm. Awesome. And so then, for those listening who are inspired to reach out you know, where can they get in touch with you? What would be the best way for them to contact you? My website is hertribewellness.com. And I would say that's the best, best place to get in touch with me. Awesome. And I'll make sure there's a link 
with this show um, so they can find that as well. So this has been just so gratifying for me and I'm so pleased with um, having had this opportunity to kick off this new iteration of the show with you. Um, You were just phenomenal. And the conversation, like I said, could have gone on and on and on. But I think there were so many beautiful nuggets and um, just words of inspiration that you were able to share so authentically and from a place of, you know, you've, you've, you're, you're in it and you've been there. And that's really what it's all about. And that's for me, why I share what I share and why I do what I do is to inspire others so that, um, because we're all, I mean, we're all doing this stuff and we're all on our path and so many listening have their own stories. I'm sure of where this has happened for them and where they've practiced surrender or where they're already in surrender. Um, but I just, I believe that we cannot have too much of these reminders and, hearing it from someone else and just using that as the forward momentum sometimes or that spark that our soul needs in that moment to to take the next step um, or to open the next book or to you know do whatever it is that they are inspired to do so thank you for being here and so much for having me you're so welcome and and we're going to close out as we do usually with my favorite song india ari i am light we're just going to let her voice bring us to um to center again and to close us out as she reminds us of something that is so divine and so profound and true and then i will talk to you all next week thanks so much Thank you.